Well, we're here. We did it. We did it. We're 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 round two of a uh, bubble Dutch. The I mean, Good name is up for up for up for grabs still. Let's be honest. It's a random name. Well, double Dutch, you know. Like. I mean, there's two of us. There's two of us. We talked about double why Dutch. it was uh, the funny play on words last week, which is about bubble meaning double Dutch. That's right. the whole thing of like and <laughs> being yeah yeah yeah. Well, it's been a big yeah. week. Big week. Yeah, big week of uh, level four. Yeah, I think. So good to be level three today. Yeah, no, it is. It's definitely different. It was cool to see everyone hanging out with everyone still. Like it's level two. I mean, I didn't. It was good. good. We're both, I think we're, yeah, 100%. I we're, think we are, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, either way, we're broadcasting, so who knows? <laughs> nah, nah, we were, yeah. I mean, there was, it was Macca's, the Macca's lines were ridiculous. Just down the road here. They were, they were crazy. Next year, we picked up some takeaway for the first time. Who are you talking to? I'm Just over here. Oh, over here, okay, yeah, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, no, guys, no. talking to you. Yeah, I mean, this is a, you know, this yeah. conversation going on here. Yeah, um, yeah no, yeah. we got takeaways. We got... We did. We had uh, Thai for dinner, um, for tea, and uh, yeah, we also got Uber Eats for lunch, which went, we really just threw ourselves into it, but... I didn't, but... Uh, I didn't really crave it. Did you crave it? No. no. I, mean, I like my sandwiches. Meals. I love sandwiches. It does. I mean, he has <laughs> I'm a the lot sandwich of sandwiches. Guy. He is definitely... He goes in... <laughs> He shows up to a meeting and he'll just have sandwiches in his hand. He'd be like, I don't know where they come from. I think there's a vending machine in there for you somewhere. I don't know. It's energy, man. It's, it's energy. You know? what is, well, what's in you to these sandwiches, these so-called sandwiches? I don't know. I have cheese in it. I've yeah. got uh, peanut butter in it. Yeah. And uh, not Marmite. Last time you asked for Vegemite Marmite, I don't like either. No. Uh, no but, we did talk uh, about but I'm last really used time. to it a little yeah. bit because like, I'm making breakfast from, for your mother uh, every morning. And uh, oh. I've got to put you know, some Vegemite in there. That's true. Yeah. To be honest with you, then I licked the spoon, or the licked the knife, whatever it's called, and uh, it's actually actually quite nice. Yeah. In the combination, so maybe I have to. No, kind it of is. It really is the difference. Know, yeah. I mean, like we, my, we make those. Uh, I mean, baking wise, we do the, the yes. cheesy plats, yeah. and we, I've started to put marmite on them. Okay. I'm a, I'm a marmite person. Um. Well, we're we're here marmite. again. Well, we talked about quite a few crazy things last week. We um. People thought it was totally planned, which it. <laughs> wasn't at all. I feel bad for you. I mean, we. I mean, we've got multiple messages being like, "Man, was that was that the whole money money segment set up?" And I was like, "No." I mean, like, just, that's our lifestyle. Like, we. Oh, the first question you asked, "One saved, always saved." Okay, a, that was a rough. deep theological question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love talking about. So that was really cool. Yeah. No, I mean, it was good, and we. Yeah. I think there was a great answer in there. Um, yeah. Which is cool because I mean that's what we're going for. I mean, this week we actually have a second camera. That's there's one there, one one, one there, one. and one there. One. Yeah, we're going up. That's great. Oh, we got some new um, lights you got? We've got some new lighting because who knows how long we'll be in here. And yeah. um, we'll go up and down. But either way, we've got, we got some great creatives at church that yeah. deserve better gear so they can make even better, you know? Well, guys, and I want to thank you too, Jonathan. Again, um, I think most people online will know that you produce our services on Sunday. So this room here becomes the, the, the preaching place and Catherine and I to sit on the couch uh, but the room next to it, where now Saskia and Wadi and Fabian are working yeah. for us. Shout out to them. They just stopped their Come night on. and came. Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. are amazing. It's I know there's, um, there, we actually have, I think we have, um, we have some sound effects. There's like a button that you oh, push really? and there's like, do, 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 do. That's so cool. It's kind of random, but I mean, it's one of those. Get tested out. Yeah. But um, you guys are amazing how you produce this from this room. We yeah. can go to the world. And, yeah, and I mean, how, how amazing it is in these days, you know, that you can actually use the internet and then just go to the whole world. It's just incredible. I'm just aware of the 30 hours it's going to take to sit back up at church. That's my problem. I'm just like, wow, oh, well. this, is, this is cool. It's all worth it. It is all worth it. That is for sure. We actually had um, we had some interesting conversations last night about uh, at the dinner table on 
history, history of um, family, which is, it was intriguing. I mean, mum kind of spoke on what she, what, she, what her family has um, has had history-wise. Right, right. um, it was really interesting. I mean, we, we got into a lot of things that I guess we kind of half knew, but we didn't really know that well. Mm. Um, but I was thinking, how about we, we dive into <coughs> Harmony Church, the history of that. Um, that was kind of my, my go-to. And I have some juicy questions at the end. Um, which, you want a joke first? I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're known for your jokes. Let's go, let's go. Well, I have one here. I've got a whole pack here, but I've got one here, which I've done before in church, but the thing is, though, it, it so fits with our um, craze at the moment going back into, um, into level three and into takeaways. So this, this is a takeaway oh, here joke. Here yeah. we go. Our teacher asked what our favorite animal was. I said fried chicken. She said, I wasn't funny, but she couldn't be right because everyone else in the class also laughed. My parents told me always to be truthful and honest, and I am. Fried chicken is my favorite animal. My father told me that my teacher probably had a soft heart for animals and loved them very much. But I do too, especially chicken, pork, and beef. Anyway, my teacher sent me to the principal's office. I told him what happened and he laughed too, but told me not to do it again. The next day, my teacher asked me in the class what my favorite animal was. I told her it was chicken. She asked me why. Well, in the same way, she asked the older children. And I told her because she can make them into a fried chicken. She sent me back to the principal's office. He laughed again, but he told me not to do it again. I don't understand because my parents told me to be honest, but my teacher doesn't like it when I am. Today, my teacher asked us to tell her what famous person we admire the most. I told her, Colonel Sanders. Guess where I am now. Guess where I am now. Well, we didn't go to Kentucky Fried Chicken today because it probably would have been no, it was, so busy. No, it was definitely option three for us. <laughs> we actually um, we went to McDonald's first, or the line. Because yeah. um, we, we wanted McDonald's before we ordered Uber Eats. We actually yeah. went out and had a look. We went to McDonald's first. We went to the sushi and Subway combo at yeah. Caltex. Um, we actually got, we had, I, I've never been so scared in my life. We had um, Renita Stewart. Yeah. She just bang on the door. Oh, no. I was not expecting Suddenly, it. I, I, I genuinely was embarrassed because I didn't realize how much of, I just got, yep. She got me. She got me. But <laughs> then we were like, let's go to KFC. But then we're just, we kind of said, actually, let's go to let's go to somewhere more local. Um, Support which, local. Yeah, we went Come to Cluck Cluck Sip. I don't know how local it is. I don't yeah. think there's a franchise of it, but it's it's healthy, it's it's fresh, and it tasted that way for sure. Wonderful. Yeah. That's so um, well, let's go into yeah, and let's 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 talk about the why why did we start Harmony? Like why did why did you and Mum really? Well, we came back uh, from Auckland because we were in Auckland start, for yeah. a year. Catherine was in a. Um, I was doing Bible college. I finished my. I was, was finishing. My, my master's of theology, but also I was working at Bible College as national marketing manager um, um, with Brian Hathaway, the principal. And, my, and Catherine, your mother, uh, was uh, working as worship director at uh, Green Lane Christian Center in Auckland. And then, um, sadly, her father died, and we only were there for a year. And so we came back to Christchurch uh, to be with family and everything else. And uh, we said, what do we do now? Uh, we had left a wonderful, beautiful church and we said, what is, and then God started to speak in our hearts about something developing new. And that's where we started. Long, long, long story short, we started in this home mm. with these couches right here uh, with uh, seven couples. And we called ourselves the Barbecue Club. Yep. 
We had barbecues. You, you remember? Yep, yep. Barbecues, and we just had time together with families, barbecues, and the Word of God worship, and we did that for a year. But, but like, why, why not go back to the church that we're going to? Like, why, why don't we go back to? Oh, I, th- I think there was a f- for one. I think uh, our time was just up there because of some of the things that were going on. I think also they 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 went a different direction than than we were. Mm. God had really changed us in 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 a few major ways. One was uh, with living wisdom, David Riddell, the whole mental and emotional yeah, sure. health area. Yep. Catherine and I both did the school, and that completely changed our lives. Mm. We actually did a life group in our home for four years. Yeah, it's in the council over there. Yeah, that's right. Remember that. Um, going through the material every week, yeah. and that really changed our lives. So it's we tapes, wanted to. It? Hey, it was ca- cassette tapes, right? Yeah, cassette tapes then, what? and then CDs. But it was cassette tapes. Yeah, You're right. I remember that. It's amazing how fast things develop, isn't it? Yeah. How things have changed. And then we went to the, um, and also the whole thing with uh, Bethel. We got connected with Bethel a little bit and mm. understanding the goodness of God. You know, theology of, of, of God's always good and, and, and healing and revival. And of course, we come out of a revival. I come out of a, we mm. come out of a revival family and heritage. So yeah. it was always in my heart. And I think I really, really wanted that. And also, I think there was a third thing that really inspired us. It was the whole area, and that's why even the word harmony came from, although mm. we had harmony ministries here for a long time in this nation. Yep. And by the way, this year is 30 years of ministry. I was told to Catherine, I said, why can't we... You? We started in 91 with oh, wow. Pray for the City, nationwide tour, oh. harmony ministries. The thing that's a thing that people don't actually realize is that you, you, you led the March for Jesus stuff. Um, I mean, I only remember one, and I, I barely remember it, but... It's a crazy thing. So you you essentially organized for New Zealand branch, I guess. Yeah. The March for Jesus, which yeah. was thousands of Christians in a... Oh, hundreds of thousands around the country. Around the country. Yeah. But per city, there was just thousands that were Open literally just... 30,000 here, 10,000. worshiping around the quadrants of yeah. the main, yeah. all the main kind Pray, of... Pray, worship. Square. Show unity. That's crazy. Crazy. And many people got saved. I still got people coming to me saying, Gideon, mm. I got saved at the March for Jesus. That's crazy. Any of them... And, uh, and how that came about was amazing too. But basically, 91 was our first event. We came here in 88, 89. Catherine's got to help me from the other room. Catherine, sometimes, please. Um, I don't know exactly what uh, some of the dates. Catherine's better at that. But we came here, and the first event, we wanted to pray for the city. Yep. And so we went with Rick and Patty Ridings. They were from America, oh, yeah. and we knew them because they lived in Belgium. And we had worked with them before. How do you know them? Because you're in Belgium. Well, because Belgium. Holland, Belgium, because Catherine had worked with them in uh, worship events in, oh, yeah. uh, through YWAM in Holland and Belgium and Europe. Mm. And so Rick and Patty Ridings, we connected with them, and they said, hey, we just wrote this, this musical called Pray for the City, in a cassette, you know? <laughs> and so they would come to a city, and they would lead the whole church into a prayer concert. Well, I'd never heard about a prayer concert. Prayer concert. Which is worship is and prayer flowing into one another. Oh, so it's kind of like a prayer and worship night. Totally. Okay. It's called a prayer concert. Yep. So we, um, we said, let's do it. And so we gathered a lot of leaders around the nation. I mean, again, I was not, I don't know anybody. Mm. So we had to start completely at the bottom. And so we started just to contact people. Uh, the church where I was at, though, a Sprayton Baptist here with Murray Robertson, he was very known, of course, in the nation as one mm. of the statesmen of this nation. And so that really did help. And, and we would be able to, um... anyway, so we, we, we started to go around the nation and we had a big tour that we did. I think we did 10 cities. We get. Fifteen. So I can't thank Catherine. <laughs> this is Holy Spirit and Catherine. Yeah. In the background. Uh, Fifteen cities uh, all around. Um, I think it was before your time because David. How when were you born? Ninety-four. Ninety-four. That's right. Just ninety-one. Dave was just a baby. 
Yeah, David was in the in the in the, in the carry on. Anyway, so we were doing all around. So we were at uh, Logan Campbell Center in um, in Auckland, right here at the at the at the um, um, what are called? The uh, I don't know what it's called. The main the main thing. Uh, the, oh, the uh, square. Yeah, no, no, yeah. inside in the town hall. The town uh, hall with two and a half thousand people, hundred churches together. It was just an amazing time. And, and mm. then straight after that, we went to Holland, and then I heard about this thing of March for Jesus, and mm. I and I heard Graham Kendrick, who was. Then, of course, the the, the Hillsong. I or the, barely know who that is. The Bethel guy. <laughs> yeah, he was. He'd be he'd be one of the. I don't know. He'd be like a brand like of. Totally, shine, of, shine, of all those beautiful songs. Anyway, and he says, Gideon, I got no time to see you except for I got to do a concert, uh, four hours uh, from London to somewhere. And Catherine and I, do you want to come with me and we'll talk, as we drive? Said, Great. So I, we went with him in the car in the back, and he shared about the whole concept of March for Jesus. That's hey, let's take the praise and prayer and 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 into the streets and, and all the churches together to make a statement to pray and to worship. And I thought, what a great idea. And that's where it started. And that, that's what I did. That's we did for big. the last 10 years. What does it look like now? Would that be a... What? How, how would we do that these days? Do you think we could? I, th- I think, sadly, because some of the demonstrations and, and some of the aggro of, of, of certain people and things, I, I very easily these things are seen as a protest, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm not sure. People ask me all the time, hey, when are we doing marching again? Because they had in the 70s, before I came, in the 70s, mm. they had all these marches here. Yeah. Then we came back in the 80s, 90s, and then 2000 was the last one, the global one. Mm. And of course, don't forget that in um, Brazil right now, they're still doing it. There's a two million streets yeah, I did see that. on the street yeah, yeah. Every, every year. That's crazy. Rio de Janeiro, two yep. million on the streets every year, <laughs> doing a bit march for Jesus. You know? Yeah. That is crazy. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a, I guess there's, there is potential room for that still, though, right? Like a, a certain type. I guess it, what we're doing now, as a church, is we're doing the, um, the town. What we did last year, town yeah. hall. It was the first yeah. time we went to, yeah. got to Christchurch. The, yeah. the, the, some of the churches. One came voice. What's called again? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's open yeah, heaven. Open heaven. That's, the, yeah. Or open heaven. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That was cool. Um, but yeah, what? So, what were the things that, that I know how we you said you know like we didn't feel like we were oh yeah we're the same thing with you know starting yeah. harmony. What was what were those things that were like? No, we actually we we want to be more intentional about these few things. Like what were those those things that were like? This is what makes us different, or like what we want to go af- go after that we don't think others are doing right now. Yeah, or, like, or, or, or you certain, carry I guess. or a certain measure. Yeah, you're right. We'll call that. We'll call it that. Yeah, and I think I think like I said, these three things are very important. For for one, it was. Um, Mental and emotional health to make sure that we include that stuff in our in our teaching and our worship. Sure, uh, but also uh, the presence of God. I we just love. And then of course we got into understanding with the whole grace movement. We we of course uh, uh, got some uh, understanding uh, about uh, uh, the new covenant theology, mm. uh, new creation, new covenant theology, sure. yeah. and that really rocked my world. That what, that really changed my life. Yeah. And what what how, in a nutshell what is that? Because I think we we do talk about it now, but I mean, what for the the few people that like for the young young bloods like my sister, well, not yeah. like myself, but the yeah. people that have joined the church recently, new Christians, yeah. what is that difference that we that we initially? I well, guess, the key the key thing is that uh, the Bible that God works through blood covenants, right? The seven blood covenants in the Bible, and three main ones, and the three main ones are basically attached to people. Hmm. The first one is the Abrahamic covenant that God made with Abraham. Then there is yeah, the crazy, yeah, Mosaic Covenant, which is the 
covenant, Sinai covenant on the yep. hill, and then there's the Jesus covenant, mm. and it's a new covenant. Now yep. the thing is though, they're all made with Jews, mm. with Jewish people. Abraham, he started. I mean, God has called him, and then it was grace covenant. Then Sinai became a conditional covenant because God says, "Hey, I want to do it for you," but He said, "No, no, we'll do." It. The people said, "No, no, we we want to keep our side of the bargain." He says, "You can't do it." He said, "No, no, we can." Mm. And of course, they didn't know what they were doing. And of course, they couldn't, and it was a disaster. Um, uh, that who knew? And then, of course, Jesus came with uh, another grace covenant, like Abraham was. And of course, we are the seed of Abraham. Mm. And so, then the new covenant. Now, we as as Christians, we have been grafted into the new covenant mm. through Jesus Christ, but we were never invited to Joey. the second go. Oh, that's my dog. Our dog, guys. It's not shot yet. Come up here. Come sir. Anyway, so we were never. I'm trying to be in, on a roll here, guys. Yeah, no, uh, you go. You the thing going. is, though, we were never invited to the Sinai Covenant. The Jews were, but we were not. We were mm. only invited to the new, right? Yeah. And so, but the problem, I'll tell you, this is the problem, because you asked me what the difference is. Yeah. Is that a lot of people, a lot of Christians, uh, do not really understand the difference between living in the new covenant and still under the old covenant of the law. It is such a different covenant, which we were never invited to. Yeah. What happens is, and that's the problem, we're trying to live both. We're trying to mm. somehow do this new thing, yeah. but we somehow have this law stuff or the way, and God works in a completely different way in the new covenant than he works. The rules are changed. It's not the same. It's like yeah, playing yeah, yeah. soccer, but yeah. you're trying to play rugby with soccer, with football mm. uh, rules. It doesn't even work. No. We have new rules. Mm. New, And so... And then it's double. And then it's actually double dots. It's actually double dots. Yeah, yeah. And that's where, <laughs> that's where Christianity gets got confusing, I guess. That, that yeah. whole um, both end. Like, I know for the first, I mean, this might be too too far, but we I know that one of our things that we got told off for initially was, um, well, we got one of the, I think we had one of the parents saying, hey, why are you not teaching my kids the Ten, Ten Commandments first? Mm. I know that was a big, a mm. bit of a big deal. Um, but it was more like a, that was their priority of hey, but they need to know that first as yeah. being a little, you know, being a kid in yeah. Sunday school, um, which they do need to know. But it was the whole thing of hey, you know, the, like the law is fulfilled, right? And like that, that whole thing. Do you want to talk to that a little bit? Yeah, because I say some people even in the grace movement they get a little bit confused. The Ten Commandments are wonderful, mm. and the Ten For Commandments, sure. no, nothing in the Bible, all and new, will ever not no tittle. It says nothing will ever go away, whatever. Mm. But the thing is, what's the key thing is that's the old and the new, is that the law for righteousness in the old, to be righteous in the old covenant, you had to keep the laws. The problem is you could never do it. Mm. Um, and it was really hard. And so you're into yeah. this performance thing. A, you do impossible. good, you do good, get good. Yeah. You do bad, get bad. Mm. Now, the new covenant is a grace covenant, which has nothing to do with how you behave, what you do, or what you don't do. And so... The, the, the Ten Commandments are still right, and they're still, I mean, come on. Mm. You don't want to murder people. You don't want to, no. you know. The yeah, thing is, though, but it's not for, Jesus says, the Ten Commandments not for righteousness, because we have now got a new righteousness which doesn't yeah. come from the law, doesn't come from the Ten Commandments. It comes from Jesus Christ and his finished work on the cross for us, mm. on behalf of us, and it's a new deal in town. Yeah. At least that that was the thing of um, cause I think I've I I know I've had a lot of a lot of friends say oh I don't want to come to church because then I have to do this yeah that's like their number one thing they'll be like 
oh, I don't want to come because I'll have to stop drinking. I'll have to stop, right. um, you know, potentially sleeping around. Every, awesome. You know, like these are the things yeah. that they're like, oh, I have to stop this before I'm allowed in church. And it's just like a, it's a real interesting, because it comes from stuff like that. Of totally comes You from have that. to be good yeah. to be a Christian. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's, you know, there's, there's not being stupid, but, like, I think there was the, the, the shift was focused on the law for quite a while where you have to do good, otherwise God's not really going to listen to you. That's right. And there was that shift. You. And I, I know, like, even I had so, somewhat of that in my, in my past of, of knowing that's, that's what God was like. Yeah. But I think that's, that was the new understanding that we came to was that God is, God, you know, Jesus came to fulfill that. So he's just like, hey, just focus on me Amen. focus on my kingdom Amen. because then things change that way and i think there was a big shift from i need to sort my my stuff out yeah. to like let's just focus on god because god is good Amen. like if i focus on this that's going to be all that i that you know yeah it's just like if you focus on something stupid like if you focus on if you only watch yeah. stupid programs for you know for for years you're, that's what you're going to outwork that's what your mind's going to you're going to create it's going to be this weird like um i guess analogy of what you're watching and now it's i guess that's what you know god really wanted to, to bring with jesus was that hey no let's just focus on me and the goodness of who i am Amen. because i changed that way and god wants to fix like well, not fix me but he wants to you know bring freedom out of yeah. me and bring me into the the i guess the coin that he's got for me and that was that that was for me the shift between the two because it was like a yeah it's just like i fix me versus yes oh, god's good like and he's yes. enough to to you know, yes. to sort me out, and he wants to. He wants yes. to work with me. Um, and it sounds scary, but I think um, I think for a lot of people, they, um, I know for me, I had that thing of. <clears throat> I remember when someone told me this. It was a it was a one liner of, hey, like, your God's gonna God's gonna reveal things like these, you know, issues that you have in your life, to a capacity that you can deal with. Because people were, were scared almost. They were kind of like, oh no, like. God's going to bring up all my stuff and I'm going to have to deal with it and I'm going to be over too overwhelmed and I'm just going to leave it all. But I think, I think God wants to reveal things slowly. Like God, like God does do it in a way that you can grow because yeah. he wants you to grow. So yeah. he's going to do it in a way that, you know, he will reveal certain things as you move. And it is a, and it says yeah. in the Bible, glory to glory. Like you're really, you're really going, you know, you step by step almost. It's not like a, all of a sudden, um, you know, God's going to be like, no, this all needs to change. Otherwise I'm not going to, you know, God will be like, hey, like, this is an area. What can you do? I, I, I love this. This is actually, Jonathan, this is, of course, we, again, we haven't talked about, uh, prepared this, have we? Uh, this no, is actually my, one of my pet projects in the sense of my pet subjects. And the reason why is because I love Christianity. See, because some people, because we all have a conscience, right? Mm. You can still have a sinful nature. We're all born sinful nature, all from Adam. That's why we need new Adam, Christ, last yeah. Adam. But the thing is, though, uh, we all have a conscience. Mm. And the conscience is also from God. Everybody has that. Mm. And the conscience knows good and bad too. So people innately know what is good and bad. And of course, the Ten Commandments, if, the, if you look at the New Testament and the New Covenant, is that the Ten Commandments actually were given for people to see how sinful they really are. And that yeah, they cannot, as a reference. Yeah, and they cannot, yeah, yeah. they cannot measure up to that. They need something. Mm. What do I need? To, and you need Jesus. Yeah, because sure. he, made this, he, he kept all this stuff perfectly for you. But I want to go one step further. And that's why Christianity is so incredibly absolutely astronomically incredibly good is that we start with righteousness we start at the end mm. 
that's for me is like, come on, guys. If you sure. are, come on, we start at the end. So what happens is it is not a behavior adjustment program, Christianity, because mm. no. that's what people think. Like you said before, yeah, they I mean, think I gotta become better. No, what God actually that. does, yeah. He takes the stuff that is in you, which was fallen through through Adam and Eve, that 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 broken hard drive, that mm. broken spirit. They call it the, the, the old nature, you know, sinful nature. Mm. He actually, when you say yes to Jesus, he does an operation inside of you. Yeah. And he takes this out and he puts this new, this new hard drive in there, mm. which is by his spirit, his sperm, it says, his sperma, his home spirit, born of God. And that is completely pure, looks just like Jesus. So as Christians in our spirit, who is the real you, mm. you got a body, you have a mind, right? Yeah. But you are a spirit. He gives you a new spirit. So now you are a new creation. You've been newly created by God. Mm. And now the, the changes that happen, happen from that place. So actually you change from the inside out. You change mm. from being already made glorious inside of you. And now the things that are not glorious yet, some of the thought patterns, some of the emotions that have been broken, mm. some of the things, even some of the flesh that we have to kind of um, start to tame and to be... That stuff happens after you get a new drive. So that's why it's so. That's why we talked about this whole perception. Yeah, yeah. It's a wrong that's perception it, of Christianity. Sure. Yeah, it's not a behavior program adjustment. And I think that's. I think thing. it's a. That's a. It's an almost a natural one to go into by accident. I yeah, think. by accident. I think there's a. There's a. I mean, I don't know if we. I think there's a, there's elements where I think there's a lot of unlearning almost because I think that's that was one of the things that we talked about. I remember we, we threw those kind of those that kind of those statements around when we came into that kind of new covenant understanding yeah. was that we're like, man, we have to unlearn yes. a lot of these yes. things that like make it a religious, you know, yes. a real religious mm. type thing instead of a relational Christianity. Yes. It went from yeah, it went from being a you must, you must to God is. Yeah. This is like a big thing of like and we had to unlearn it. And I I think there is still some there's obviously always gonna be some yeah. unlearning because I think Especially for, you know, I, I had a few years of it, but you had potentially decades. Um, so it would, it would be tough. And I think there's a there's a thing that we almost, I think we can go up to a higher level of presenting it as in living it out because I think we're still unlearning versus trying to learn yes, it. Yes, yes, And understand it. Yes. And yeah, I think there is a, I think it's a, that's still a growth area in, in the church. I and, think and, so. And the wider just... It takes so long. I'm amazed how long it takes. Mm. How long it takes in me, how long it takes in, in church, in people, mm. you know? And, and, and how much we have, because of that lack, if you like, and that misunderstanding, what we have done uh, to the world. Mm. What kind of gospel have we preached? Mm. Which has been a gospel like it's not very attainable. If people really know this gospel, why on earth would you not believe? I mean, it's the best thing ever. It's mm. the best gift ever. For sure. But people just don't think that way. Because yeah. they think, I've got to change, I've got to do this, i got to do this. They have no idea that all the stuff that you get when you get born again so overrules all those things anyway. And those things will never satisfy sure. you in the way that the newborn spirit, that living water that we talked about last week, that Puko experience of the mm. Holy Spirit, this fountain coming, it's nothing like that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I went, to, I, I went to a Christian school and I... I still didn't hear that. I mean, that's, it is a melting pot of a lot of Christian mm -hmm. understanding. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so it was tough, but as soon as I learned that, I was just like, 
That's why it's called the good news. Because up until then, it sounds like, <laughs> like I would not want to be bad part. news. You, know, exactly. you got to do it because you want, I'm going to go to heaven. Yeah, it's just like, I'm scared. I'm fearful. <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's just like I'm fearful. It's, fine. it's fearful. I'm going to hell otherwise. Yes. And I'm and it's just like yeah. a, that cat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was. <laughs> it's Reese, by the way. It's got half um half a brain, so I can't really. He see had it. a big accident, and um and we're gonna yeah. I've got, got a, a, um I've got a juicy question. Um, I, I, I'm aware that you can see on screen. Um, we actually brought it up at Life Group. We talked about it a little bit. It was a, it was a tough one. It was an awkward one. Yeah. Um, someone brought up, what was it? Why did, why did God allow that person to die? Or like that person to get cancer and die? Sorry, that's a big one. But like that was that was the initial question, but it was why does I guess why does God allow suffering? I I know a bit more than that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it as if well, I don't know as if because these are questions some of my non-Christian friend, friends do ask. They're like, why does God allow? No, suffering? this is really hard. Man. It's really hard, and it's not a quick answer. I'll, I'll answer what I think. There's a, there's a rough quick answer. Though. What I what I think. Okay. Yeah. One of the things you have to start with is that God is not in control. That's the biggest that is problem. That's the biggest thing. That's about the this biggest whole thing because thing. people said God could have done something about it. Yes, He probably could have. Yeah. He could do something right now. But because the deal and the covenant He made, and because of what He's done to humanity in Genesis, He says, "I give you dominion." Dominion, yeah, for sure. Now multiply. And that's I think that's the key. And He thing. won't take it back. For sure. He will help you. Yeah. He'll He'll be there and and things. And in particular, the New Testament, you see how we work together with God, or all and new. We work together with God, partner with God, mm. but He will not take back control. Because he's given it to humanity. It's part of his deal. Mm. So we are to blame. Yeah. Suffering, in the sense of hunger around the world, it's because the greed of other nations. There's enough food in the world to feed everybody. Yeah. It's because of greed of other people. It's basically because of peoples. And that, of course, comes back, obviously, all together back to the fall. Mm. You know, that we chose not to obey God. Chose the lordship of another. That happened to be the Satan. And so we got into this kingdom of darkness and we were as a nation well we know what the whole virus thing we were infected by this disease which mm. we could not get rid of now the only way to get rid of the disease is to have the newborn experience mm. otherwise the disease is still there that's what people say to me all the time well the sinners you know and they do such bad stuff yes of course they do because they have a sinful nature that's what you express because you are sin that's why in some ways you can't even judge that you say, well it's bad of course it's bad but it's who they are I remember, it's who they are. I'm going to give a, a very clear example to make sure that people know where we stand on it. Yeah. Because we had, I remember in Oakland, I think it was the third year, we had this, we had this old dude. Do you reckon I can say this? Yeah, we had this old dude. He, he, he ran up to the, the front of this, the stage and grabbed the mic and he said, we are having earthquakes because of the gays. Yeah, because the, of that homosexual law that came in. It was... The whole thing of... The, um, the, yeah. and, that, and it was insane because it was just like... And it was crazy. You don't, that too. And just to get clear, yeah. we don't align with that. That's totally the thing. Not. We don't align with that. We're just to, from the from the get go. But it was interesting because there is that thought of that that judgment, I guess, level of like I need to because of that God is judging now. Because it happened in the Old Testament. See, in the yeah. Old Testament, they called fire down, and three thousand people died because of fire and because of disobedience, and the ground is kind of. But you don't see that in the New Testament, in the New Covenant. It's just basically, it's a new deal. Hmm. Because now, because of Jesus, the curse and judgment 
has, has Jesus bore that for us, there's going to be a judgment day, of course. We all will stand before the throne of God. But mm. if you're in Christ, you're fine. You're going to go to heaven. If not, you've got a big problem. Mm. The thing is, though, but now at this time between Christ and his coming back to judgment day is a grace period. That's mm. why it says in Corinthians that it says we have now received the ministry of reconciliation, yep. that God yeah, yeah. is not counting men's sins against them. Now, I still hear people saying it's judgment of God because of this, judgment of God because of that. No, he mm. can't. Well, he could, but he can't because he's, he's bound to what he did in Jesus Christ, which, yeah. is, which is himself. Yeah, yeah. Right? So he made a deal with us and himself. He will yeah. not judge. Now, do we have judgments in the sense of do we have um, uh, consequences? Absolutely. If we For do sure. dumb stuff, that's why he doesn't want us to sin, which is missing the mark, which is not doing what we're supposed to do. If we don't do that, and you see the New Testament and, and so all the, uh, all the, um, the, the law and, and all these things, if you, if you, all those things, when you break those, you hurt somebody. That's, he doesn't and want and people to be hurt. Yeah. He, he loves people. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing, a lot of these, I know with a lot of the, the I guess, the sin, um, and I guess people, you know, like they think because I'm a Christian, I don't know, there's, there's an element of extreme grace where they're just like, oh, I think, I think that, you know, God's going to forgive me mm-hmm. or like, oh, so I'm not going to do this, so I'm not going to, you know, sleep with that person, for example. Mm-hmm. And there is a, I think that what the, I think the reality of all, all these sins is that they do come with consequences that are just in the natural. Absolutely. And that's, that's majority why a lot of these things are so clear in the in the Old Testament. And they say, don't do this, don't do this, right. don't do this. Because naturally how God's order was from the beginning, as in like, not God's order, but I guess it's God's, um, I guess, original purpose yeah. for how, how he created individually, individual things. Yeah. You know, it's like God made oil to put in engines god yeah. and then people put water in engines they're like oh it's broken yeah and things are there's chaos around it it's yeah. just like well yeah sin's gonna cause that it was no never made what. for that and never you're gonna have to deal with the consequences of that and like yes there's there we have a god of you know that's big and we can you know try and i guess bring him into the the, the, the situation but there's i think there's people don't realize that there's gonna be consequences to, to sin absolutely that's just reality of it absolutely. and that's i think um yeah, a lot of people fight for those those things because it's just like, well, those consequences affect me, and that's I think that's the, and I guess that's 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 a, diff, a bit of an, a bit of a topic in itself. The, what do you think about the? Um, oh, I word this well. Um, the difference between, okay, we'll, we'll talk about it in almost a pastoral sense. What's for Christians? We we're known to try and fix. We're known to try and fix things. Yeah. Where is the line between, for you, for your understanding? Where's the line between, we God speaks through us versus through us. God. Yep. So God speaks through yeah, us. Yeah. Because there is definitely an element to that. But then what is it? Where there's also hey God's doing stuff like get out of it. You know, yeah. well not get out of it, but God's working in people, individuals already. Um. Like even, I guess in a pastoral sense, we use that as an, the analogy for now. Um, you know, they're they're playing up. Um, where what's the line between God versus it's my role as like to be Jesus' hands and feet? I know it's a tough one, and like I, I just know a lot of people 
uh, try. You know, they try and get in the in the way. Where's where's the where do you think is the so hard, isn't it? As a hard and one. That, that's also comes with experience, I think, of how to deal with it, particularly pastorally with people's lives. See, God's always working us. I love this scripture. Um, I don't even know where it is exactly, but it talks about that your your books, all the pages of my life are written in your book before they ever came to pass. And, and, and that just blows your mind. I mean, mm. he already knows the end from the beginning. Yeah. The beginning from the end. I mean, this is incredible. So he knows the things that, 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 that people will go through and even choices they will make, although that's free choice, obviously. Mm. And the thing is, though, I, um, I think God is always at work in people's lives. He's all because he's everywhere. He's mm. always drawing people to himself. Yeah. But there's all these, like we just talked about, all these religious things in particular. People have been immunized, immunized mm. against with religion. Yeah. And so they say no to God because they think that is God. Mm. And they have no idea. It's just a living, beautiful relationship of a heavenly father who loves you so much, who will do anything, who loves you so much that he even would die, uh, his son to die for us. I mean, that, that's like, that's how, 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 how much he loves us. And people mm. just don't know that. And he wants a relationship with us. Now, as we come into that relationship, the Holy Spirit, it says that, that he starts guiding us. So obviously the Holy Spirit is a spirit that starts, it's a spirit of truth. And also the spirit of comfort. So he'll start to guide you into all truth, it says. Yeah. And yeah. Then, but then also there's room for us as family, pastors, counselors, other people to have influence, teaching, wisdom, and other things that come. And, and so it's, it's, it's really a, a, a harmony, isn't it? It's, mm. it's, it's a symphony of, of working together. I always say I have, I have two people who always change my life, one on the inside, one on the outside. And the main ones is the Holy Spirit on the outside and my wife on the outside. Holy Spirit on the inside, my wife on the outside. Yeah, sure. I have two of those who are my major influences. And then you got mm. other people like your kids and other friends of mine and other mm. pre preachers I listen to or read the Bible. You know, That's but, the thing we put on the earth with people. Totally. Like, I guess that's the, the, the other thing. Mm. You know, like we're, we're not just trying to be solar beings. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's right it's, it's, it's simple but I mean it really is what it is yeah um, I want to talk about uh, early early church um, for us so early early let's talk we'll call it the Oakland's days yeah a lot of, Oakland's, a lot of people, people don't know this Oakland school right Oakland school so I mean we we started the church we had a year here and then we also had um, six years six years in Oakland school hall seven? so we set up Catherine I know we're for the seventh anniversary we're right. actually gone. Seven, we? yeah, I think so. Okay. Seven, seven. So yeah, we we were there for seven years. Yeah. Um, we 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 pretty much did up a school hall and made it kind of. What we set up, didn't we? I mean, yeah, you, we we, you and you and I and the, the truck yeah, on Saturdays yeah. Yeah, <laughs> went down there with several volunteers yeah, and the set up for church. We like and after the church meeting, well. great. the whole truck full again and the whole yeah. thing was empty as yeah. if nobody was was there. We actually got the truck for. Five hundred dollars, didn't we? Five hundred dollars plus GST or something like that. I remember. We got a crazy really, deal because really, one of our friends was, was uh, he works at a company. That's right. We'll do your deal. Yeah, yeah. And because we we're using uh, multiple cars and yes, vans up yeah. until that point, and then we, I think we asked if we could borrow it for an event, and then he was, oh, you can do you want to have it for five. No, because he bought a new one. Yeah, it was quite old, but it was still good. It was great, and it changed our life. And it goes up and down the back, you know, the yeah. thing. So it was, it was perfect. Yeah. And we, well, we put it, we literally made it was it elevate yeah. into the door yeah. so we dropped it on this i guess I the second level and just rolled everything out it was great but anyway <laughs> we um we i remember those those um those those days as being um i guess we it was a lot of 
the word a lot of people would call it would be, I guess, freedom. Um, mm, yeah. We'll call it extension, even if extension of trust. Yeah. Um, what does what does that look like? Um, I guess these days, because there were the one thing I guess we hit the mo- quite a lot more back then was um, we really. Uh, I guess there was a more of a not more. It was a different style of Holy Spirit that we we went after. A bit raw. A bit raw. So we, I guess we call it a. Um, I don't know. There were people shaking everywhere. Raw. Um, yeah. There were the same few that were yelling, screaming. Same few. Uh, I don't feel intentional about saying that. Um, yeah. What is, what, in your opinion, what? There is an uh, an outworking of that, but for people that walk into a church like that, how do you how do you explain that almost like basics? Let's talk basics. So like biblically, you know, there's someone shaking and making really loud noises. Why? Well, because because there's a sense, of course. Um, if you think about us Christians, you get you get a, a, a measure of Holy Spirit inside of you. Mm. But of course, if he does, if he would do a little bit more, you will start to get really hot here or really cold, really, really strong. And if you're more, you start to shake. I mean, it's just like mm. this is so much power. He's so powerful. So it's a very small measure of his power is in you. Mm. But the problem, or not problem, the exciting thing is also. So when at, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to say, in yeah. in the Acts, yeah, in Acts, when the when the church was born, the Holy Spirit was given, right? Yeah. They said they all looked drunk. Mm. So they were totally like, Whoa, you know, they were all kind of drunk and they were kind of shaking and they were like, they looked like they were drunk people. Of course they weren't. It was nine o'clock in the morning. They hadn't been drinking. Yeah. It was because the Holy Spirit. It's because the Holy Spirit was poured out and certainly this Holy Spirit is in you. Mm. And he, 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 he will manifest. You can't just say, well, you can. You can actually stop it like a genie. You stop this thing, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah. when you start to worship, it's almost like you're massaging the genie bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 it comes out and and start things start manifesting. So yeah, yeah. so sometimes we had some conferences, especially earlier days, where uh, quite long long sessions, mm. and where the manifest presence is so strong, then then suddenly demons come out. We had demons just pop out and people start screaming mm. because suddenly like, <laughs> this demon can't stand in this. The Holy Spirit is so strong. Yeah, and people start shaking and laughing. You know, that's why when the, on, the, on the day of Pentecost, I'm sure they were not only shaking, they were also laughing. <laughs> mm. Like they were drunk, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so this is this manifestation because God is always joy and goodness and stuff. So whatever comes out, and some people start shaking like this, some do different kinds of things. So it is a manifestation of a heightened manifest presence mm. of God. Yeah. And the question then is, of course, do we need that all the time? Uh, do we need to live in it all the time? Is that weird for other people? Mm. And and my my view has changed a little bit over the years. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why it has changed a little bit over the years is that I found that particularly in Kiwiland, um, Kiwi. well, New in yeah. New Zealand, you know, um, other nations are quite elaborate and they're quite manifestation like. I mean, you yeah. go to Brazil. Yeah, they yeah, feel yeah. like they're drunk all the time, and sure. Italy, oh, worry, oh, you're Italy. I mean, it's like there's so much expression of body and soul and, and everything, 
But generally in New Zealand, it's quite subdued. Bit of English, bit of Scottish. So would you say Dutch. like that would exist more if our culture we didn't naturally shut it down almost? I think we have naturally shut it down. Yeah. No question about it. Mm. But I also, in our church, uh, in the sense of, I think that you have to be really careful um, that you don't be, just become a, an in-house uh, party mm. and you don't relate to other people. What I'm trying to say is when people in this culture come into a room like that, mm. they cannot relate to it. Now, you can, yeah. uh, you can argue they get touched by God because the Spirit is so strong, yes. But in my experience, people run for the door unless God grabs them before they go. Mm. And so it was weird. It was seen as, as, as a bit off. Like, what is this? They had no reference for this. There's no yeah. context for this. No. And religion doesn't look like that because they don't even know. Mm. So that's why I think some churches you'll find, and even ourselves, that for in-house meetings, your own conferences, mm. your own encounter nights, and things like that, you can go and do all the stuff, go all out, Holy Spirit, manifestation, freedom, whatever. But I have found that when you start trying to reach people, and I want to bring my friend, mm. that I have found that Kiwis do not want to bring their friend to a meeting that's a little bit off, a little bit weird. Mm. They want something that is awesome, great worship, mm. the presence of God, they feel it. There's, there's laughter, there's joy, but there's no weird. For sure, yeah. That's just the way it is. And I, I don't like even use the word weird, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a really, you know, it is a but it is a bit like that. There's, there's going to be some people offended by this conversation, for yeah, sure. But I've seen, no but honestly, I've seen Jonathan, I've seen that, 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 since we have uh, changed that a little bit and take some, because the, the problem is it's only one or two people. See, and they okay, work yeah, off the whole thing. I, my, my view on it, I mean, my, my opinion was that I saw, like I saw these people, the same few people that would manifest. Yeah. I don't, I'm not even 100% sure if it was. Um, they would manifest, and not my place to judge, but I don't know. I mean, I judge by fruit. I've always done that. Um, because, but these same people that would do that would be, the most unapproachable people during the week. Um, they would maybe pray in their room, um, but wouldn't pray for people on the street. Would mm -hmm. be the most uh, would be a would be a tough person to talk to if they if they really if you came across them on the street. Mm. And I had a real problem with that. I remember when I was when I was younger and I was in the church. I was like, man, like those those people that you know that do all these shaking things, they can't be Jesus in outside of the church. And that really that was kind of like mm, maybe I don't believe in. Like there was there was elements where I'm like I don't know if I believe this then because, you know, my, I believe that if the Holy Spirit is active, there's fruit, yeah. and if they if they're letting God to those places, there, God's put us on the earth to you know we we we're discipling, being discipled and discipling. That's uh you know that's my number one thing is always be discipled, always disciple someone. Yeah, yeah. that's my number one. Yeah. Um, but there those people are so unapproachable. They have been like there's I'm not grouping all of them. But there was an element where they were going for a Holy Spirit fix and just going all crazy at church. And it's just like... And do it the same thing every like, week. cool, like building the yeah. kingdom. What does it look like to be prophetic in the workplace? What does it look like to bring God into the workplace? That didn't exist. And like, for me, that's more, almost more important than a, the Holy Spirit fix, which is how I saw it. Which is more in-house in some ways. It is more in-house. And it's allowed to happen. I'm not saying it's not, but like, I think, I think what we... I'm not saying that this is exactly what we did, but I think as a church, we realized that that we want God to exist outside of the church. Amen. And I think um, reaching more, 
I mean, reaching more people as well as, um, I guess, equipping them to bring God into the workplace was bigger yeah. than yeah. let's make a Holy Spirit party on a Sunday. Yeah. Like a, I mean, not this is not the exacts, but I think we we really realized that look, we can do like we can lead people in a better way, and it's a different way, and it and it doesn't say that this doesn't exist. But we were more intentional about, hey, let's actually bring God more into the world yeah. because the world needs, you know, kingdom. Come on, man. The world totally. Needs I mean, I love all the manifestations. I've had them all. Yeah, the that, same that, thing. It's not about sure. that. It's not about. But if we're on a mission from God, mm. it's another issue. Like I said before, my main issue was that people told me, Gideon, I cannot bring my friends from church, from my workplace into an atmosphere that is not safe for them. They, they, they see mm. it as safe. Some Christians would get up and ask, oh, is the Holy Spirit working and stuff? Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah. But the thing is, though, it's not safe for other people. Mm. And they cannot relate to it at all. Mm. And so what happens then, they run a mile and they will not come. Mm. And, so, and so after we said, no, 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 let, let's be more intentional about, hey, let's create a place that is safe. Doesn't mean there's no Holy Spirit. Man, we love worship. We love the presence of God. Sure. We, we prophesy, but not, but not weird. We don't need to do that. And, and so when we started doing that, the church started to grow exponentially. Mm. Yeah, and a lot of our people brought friends to church, mm. and Alpha started to. Come. And I thought, okay, so here we are. We've got to be more intentional. If you reach people, a bit more careful. But then our in-house meetings, just do whatever, whatever you want. You know? I think that that has been the hardest part, is because we've had a lot of people from we'll call it Oakland's days that were just like, oh, we're taking God out, we're taking the Holy Spirit aspect out of church, and it's tough because no, there's. That's not true. It's more, I guess, where where the manifestations. <laughs> I mean, that's saying that God is only manifestations. That's, that's that's what I hear when I hear that. Well, okay, can we can we say be honest with you, Jonathan? And you know that that my heart has been because a few years ago God told me go after lost people, and that was the same kind of this journey was actually to be more intentional about lost people. The thing is, what's happening is I think the greatest miracle is not if somebody can scream on the floor for an hour under the power of the Holy Spirit or somebody actually get born again. Sure, because that means you know? when someone's born again, that's the thing. If, if you see one you know, father, for example, and, and a big community that's of influence, that person change creates a domino effect of lives change. Right. Like multiple lives change, um, a level of, you know, that almost unlock an, another level of generosity, another level of understanding my relationship can grow because God's hitting me up about this stuff. Like, mm. and I can build this. Oh, my, you know, like I can treat people as if, you know, I think there's a whole, there's way more un, unlocked. I'm going to call it. I'm using <laughs> uh, a good word. I like it. Um, I think there's a, there's a, there's just, yeah, I mean, achieve, achieves the mandate we've been giving, given more. But again, it is tough because, and that's the, I guess we're still finding that balance and we will, I don't think, I don't know if we ever find a good balance in that sense because there's a, well, not ever find, but it's it's just tough because there's an element where it's very, you know, easy to learn how to pray and prophesy in that kind of environment, right. you know, and I learned yeah. majority of that in that environment because it's just everywhere. Um, but we also had one person saved, I think, the whole, like the oh, it's not, it's years. not many. It's not many. I mean, we had transfer growth, which they were great people, and people who were who were basically not connected to 
to church or been hurt by religion. We had a lot of people we like that. We had a lot of people, yeah. Who a lot were of, outside the church. A lot of big people in the yeah, faith outside already. the church. Yeah. And they said they came into a freedom and new covenant teaching, which mm. brought incredible freedom. And so, and, and that was awesome. And, and the power of the Holy Spirit, we, we still power. It's not that we don't have power. No, exactly, it's just that yeah, what does it look like? Like I said to you, to get somebody saved, mm. man, that takes a lot of power yeah. instead of just having somebody just rolling on the floor all the time, you know? So I think, I think, I think it's, it's just... <laughs> no offense. No, and I, again, <laughs> I love tough. it both. So people have yeah. to understand. I mean, people always... That, and yeah. the thing is though, Jonathan, it is a lot has to do with preference. Mm. Preference. There was a discussion I saw online the other day about the worship being dark or light. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I was happy to. I was really keen to bring that up. Really? You know, guys, mm. it is preference. Mm. I like it all. And I will not criticize any of it. I don't even know why people enjoy speaking about this stuff. I know. There's got a lot of people that are watching that, that think about that. Serious. I mean, really? You know? Yeah. And that's the thing. I loved what um, Vicky... Oh, can I name Somebody. people? Vicky Flam. She was great. She actually she messaged, she put a message on saying... Hey, if this is what you're gonna focus on, like, cool. Like, that's a you need to relook at yourself almost. If that's if that's gonna be something that you really are gonna make an effort to talk about, you know, like, you're not you're probably gonna put more effort into replying the Facebook comment over going outside. Well, we can't do it now, but going outside and sure. talk to someone about sure. God, you know, like, there's more. You'd way more easily do that, and that's that's. And then I don't know. There's just it's it's a very interesting. Topic, but genuinely, let's let's talk. Let's should we talk about it real quick, like that? Because I know we had a bigger bit of an uproar when we, we we did um, we bought in lights at church. We bought in lighting. Yep. Um, and for me, I was just like, hey, let's create. Some people didn't like it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I was the I pushed for it. It was me that you know. And then suddenly, suddenly, it's a show. Yeah, and we got called. We were like, oh, it's a concert show. Now. I mean, we and just love lights enhances the. Aesthetics of or, and the kinesthetic of, of, a, of an experience of worship yeah. that is just so beautiful. But then people get up. I know the church, friends of ours, their stage was this big and they made it this big, and I think 20 people left. Yeah. So you can't do that, you know? Making so, a show, and it's like, what can people? No, we want to see people. Serious? Yeah. That's yeah. tough. I mean, like, we, I know I, 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 I kind of fought for it in a way because I, I was, I know for me, my thing was a creative element. Like I love the creativity and I still do. I mean, yeah, worship yeah, us now. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 you know, like I yeah. want to worship God with yeah. the best. Like yeah. I, want to, I want to create an atmosphere where it's so, it's almost, um, you know, beautiful. You know, everyone's like, no, it's not authentic. It's like, like God's so beautiful. Look at, like, look let's, at, let's try and like, look at the in. old, look at the old cathedrals, Jonathan. Some I cathedrals know. take hundreds of years to build. It's insane. They would do it for the glory of God because it looks so aesthetically, it's just so glorious. Mm. Now we may not necessarily say today that we want to build that because it's fun, very expensive and it doesn't do much for, for, for life bands, mm. organs it does. But the thing is though, it's beautiful. Mm. Why, why, why is that not honoring God? Mm. But then they do, as some of these people do enjoy it in the world. They say, oh, look at that stuff. Mm. But then, hey, it's like, like Keith, uh, Cliff Richard said, why should the devil have all the good music, you know? And, yeah. you know, it's the same yeah. thing. This is ridiculous. So God made music. Uh, it's yeah. the way you, you use it. That's the issue. Same mm. as, as, as let's use lights. Let's, let's, let's use uh, uh, all kinds of stuff, you know. To be able to... I mean, a lot of that thread ended up being about um, sound levels even. Which yeah. is like there's obviously there's 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 always truth in it, um, but I think even like going to it was like uh, I don't know one of the, someone someone referenced the Bible verse, and then <clears throat> my brain referenced being in Israel, 
you know, being around the Jewish people of how loud they they praise God and the flipping horns, all those crazy <laughs> all the horns, all the, and I know, all the stuff. No, 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 <laughs> um, but there was this, you know, it was, it was so loud and like it hurt. You're going to struggle in heaven if I know, you don't, if you don't like, like loud. I'm like, so oh, sorry. Man, like God isn't there. I'm it's like, this thunderous man, praise, man. Like his, his people that don't even fully know Jesus yet, like they don't even know that next level, like they're, they're loud and people... People were just like, yeah, it's not there. It's not in the Bible. It's like, well, these people, so maybe there's Chinese whispers involved and, you know, they, they got louder and louder, but they were, you know, they're conservative. They are conservative, right. but yet they're louder than us. It's just, it's just shout aloud. Mm. And the thing is, though, what is, of course, a bit, sorry, but hypocritical is that they will go to secular concerts. These are Christians mm. and they love loud. Mm. By the way, I do too. I'm not mm. saying anything is bad. But then don't say you can't have that in church or something like that. Certainly, like, hey, in the world, you can have it. I go to a rugby game and go nuts, you know. Yeah. But, sure. then, but at church, you can't go nuts. And certainly, you don't move anything. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, for me, hypocritical because yeah. you should honor God with everything. David, in the Bible, who is, of course, a great example of worship, he wrote most of the Psalms. And he was, of course, a man of worship and, and a man after God's own heart. That's how much God loves music. He has so many musicians mm. in his band. 24-hour worship. It's mm. not, have you ever had 120 trumpets sound together? You know yeah. how loud that is? It is a, it is a very awkward one. Because, I mean, yeah. like, even with, um, I think we had, we, had one, we had one week where, I mean, we had, it was, I think it was, it was reasonably loud. I think, I can't remember what the decibel reading was. Um, <clears throat> as in, it wasn't loud, loud, but it was. Um, just because we're doing a, a praise song that was new. Like a, a yeah. not a pro, like a declaration song that yeah. was new, yeah. And then you know you people kind of oh, it's too loud. And then the next week, um, I remember this so clearly. The next week we did a hymn, yes, yes, we did a hymn, yes. And I got it at the decibel meter again, and it was actually ten decibel older, louder. Yes, every three is I think double stuff. Um, and it was louder, and I had we had the same people be like, oh man, good levels this week. I'm like, uh, I was I was really scared of you actually because I thought, you know, it was too loud. But it was it was a re- it was louder because the congregation, you know, really sung because a lot a lot of people knew it. Um, so I, and I was writing the sound system pretty low, um, and 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 and, and, and there they, are I mean as you know, Jonathan, there are of course some uh, when you go more in the whole band thing. Of course, there are sometimes uh, a few. Um, um, Frequencies that can and that's the thing, be a physics. bit hard for people. There's literal physics involved. And so there, there, there is, and there is, the, tough yeah. there's literal physics that is hard. involved. Where that is hard. You have hot spots yeah. because the room is designed yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. Um, but that is what it is. But I think, yeah, I mean, like my thing is, you know, replicate and build a a, a, a sound that people can really engage with. Um, but yeah, that and, was and, and, and again, worship is not, as you know, worship is not just we just like to sing songs about Jesus. Worship is such a response. That's why you see me in the front row every Sunday or wherever I go, mm. jumping up and down. Well, I'm 57 right now, 58 in October. Mm. And I will do this as long as I can jump up and down. Yeah. Because I am so grateful to the Lord. My worship is not because I just like music, which I do. Mm. Uh, but mine is like, I am so grateful. We just talked about this whole thing of being in the new covenant. Mm. If it was not for Jesus and his sacrifice... I would be absolutely nowhere. Mm, yeah. And the joy that he's given to me, I'm so grateful, so thankful. That's why David, who was not even born again, that he could just praise and worship and just be all out for Jesus. And then we sometimes, 
a struggle to even move a leg or move a hand. Mm. Now, I struggle with that. Yeah. Now, I mean, people may be offended by that. I, mean, I struggle with that. definitely a Pentecostal so for me, it's a that's, that's reality of it. Like, we're very, you know, we're... But Pentecostal, but if you get... <laughs> that's, the, that's the church. The church... Yeah, well, that's We thing. are all of you know, Pentecostal. Yeah. I mean, the sense of the church was born Pentecostal. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can, you can say that's Pentecostal and that's... No, we were all born Pentecostal. The church was born that day. For sure. There was no other church. I mean, my my translation know? is that, like, I mean, I, I want my... Um, I mean, we talked about it last week at the rugby thing, but then even like for me, like you know, if we win, you know, for some some lads up there, we we play Rebirth. Um, it's a Call of Duty, and we're gonna win. Like I'm celebrating like yeah. crazy. Like in my room, like I, I sometimes you know break stuff. <laughs> you know, I can't get that. I'm I'm passionate. Um, but there's there's an element where I'm like, hey, um, if my praise doesn't look like that. And, church what's or like not in church but like towards god like what am i where's my mess in my head like what have i what have i convinced myself that god is not um and there is because i think that's the thing you're like the way you celebrate and the way i want to celebrate is i want it to be consistent mm. like i want it to be um but i think for a lot of people but not, not consistently boring though right well, that's the thing. But that's the thing. I think there's and there's you know like consistently assume you can't go past it. I mean, if the Bible was all like that, hmm. sure, be like that. But the Psalms, yeah. it talks about shouting, kneeling, dancing, throwing stuff. Maybe I don't know, throwing stuff. But but it's just yeah, like well, uh, throwing up your hands in the air. Um, you know. But the thing is, though, it talks about exuberant, passionate praise and we see the 24 yeah. elders in, in in heaven bowing and worshiping and just thunderous angels i mean it is so loud and so big and so strong that's mm. why i love in that way uh, some of those older cathedrals with those big organs Huge. i mean they're loud. So loud man. i love it yeah. it's just so powerful you know recommend it though if you ever go if you try if you can get out of the country it's just go to a cathedral I mean, we've got some, so but cool, they're, hey? not, they're not built the same way. That's for sure. I did a, I did a tour one time in Holland uh, with some artists, and um, and they were in the cathedrals, mm. but I was playing drums. So it's quite hard oh to play. God. It's very loud. Mm. And so, um, but what happened was it was built around a an organist who was very famous in Holland. Mm. And so the band would play around with him, yeah. and it would be hymns and strong, so very you know, loud. Mm. And uh, so that was really special to have the organ as a central instrument, but it was mm. so loud. And then we as a band would accompany That'd him. So tough but it was so it. fun. As it was a, so much fun. Person, you know? And the voices then coming out, you know, it's like, wow. You that's know? the thing though. Those those places are I mean, they're built for voices. And that's the that's one, you know, one upgrade we're trying to do it at church at some point yeah. still is, you know, so dead. I mean, it's just the way the building designed. We really want to put some some treatment in. I mean, the problem is it costs six figures. That's the that's the problem. But we want to be able to hear voices, our own voices when we sing yeah. in church yeah. like, to a to yeah. a to a point. Um, because I mean, you want to hear each other's worship, um, and uh, there's like I don't know, there's, there's power in that. I mean, the amount of times that you know I'm, I'm I've been at the front um, at church, and I hear, um, so like standing in the front, not on stage, but standing in the front, and someone like, for example, Joe Taylor, just you know singing or like you know throwing her whole heart into it. It's just like, man, yeah, flip, no, yeah, no, you're you're leading me right now. I'm gonna, I'm yes, I'm gonna worship because I I realize what that is. And there's something about like I think there's this that's what the um you know the Catholics really had they I think they knew that understanding of of what God is like there's um there's there's power in hearing each other's voice 
and and hearing and the, hearing the, the chorus. Yeah. Oh, and know, it's beautiful. It's like Fiddles. singing with oh, angels. Totally. It's like, man. Absolutely. And I, I, that's one, you know, it's a, it's a big passion project for me, but I mean, financially, it's crazy. It's expensive. But I mean, it's just like, you know, this thing with angels, holy, holy, holy. It's just like, well, they can hear each other. I want to, I want to hear each other. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's a, I think there's, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot just of, just worship Jesus, guys. I mean, the thing is though, yeah. I, um, I often also will, not to speak exuberant, also will kneel down. It says kneel down before the Lord, you know? And I often will cry, mm. you know, and the anointing is so strong mm. that I will cry. And it's so beautiful. That's why we can have all the emotions. And we see all the emotions in the Psalms with David mm. and all the other uh, worship leaders there and, and writers that we can see the emotion and it's all fine. Because yep. the, the range of emotions in our lives mm. are for us to worship. Even our tears yeah. are so beautiful to God. You know, it's yeah. just so beautiful. Yeah. And that whole thing of like even um, the faith, the faith-based praise, because I think there's a, cause I was, what I was talking about was my, I want my consistency to be, if I'm excited for this, that's not God. I want my excitement for God to be the same, if not more. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I want to be, yeah. and I want to, I think that's a, I want to, you know, be able to, you know, when I'm worship leading to, um, to, to almost get off stage and be like, and be, and the people around me be like, no, he's like that's his passion. That's what passion looks like because I've seen him at a sporting event. I've seen him when he plays any sport because I'm crazy competitive. But like, I want to, I want people to be able to say, yeah. no, that praise is authentic and that's who yeah. who he is. Um, but there's also like a, yeah, I think there's a there's an element where we people that don't celebrate almost like that, you know, like they don't have that. And there is a, I don't know, there's there's an element of faith that needs to be stood into because yes he's shouting you know like yeah but there is also a um i don't know there's a where do you where do you see the the the, the element of being a stepping into faith and praising versus them being consistent you know because we we do use the analogy in church a lot of hey you're gonna you know you're gonna shout at the rugby game what about the people that don't shout at a rugby game and, and they they're yeah, like they're enough. really excited like what is it no, and some people that have personality, and that's fair enough. And and that's why you can you cannot really judge people. Um, no, no, in no. Sense. Well, I'm not saying yeah that you know the about when they're not because we have sometimes remember when people standing in church and we struggle. Hey, why are you not moving? This hmm. is incredible music. The worship is amazing. Yeah, we are you know, and then well, God is good. God that's, is good. That's, that's why can't you show something on your face, maybe? Yeah, <laughs> or your hands or your feet. Yeah. Or, but the thing is that there's no emotion at all. And then you think you're either completely shut down, yeah. or you are not a Christian. Or you are just emotionally absent, mm. or whatever. I don't know what it is, but the thing is, though, I'll tell you what, what came to my mind, Jonathan, as you were speaking. That of course, there's also a difference, of course, being born again and of course filled with the Holy Spirit. Maybe next time we could talk about this. That'd be good, yeah. Because yeah. some yeah. people, of course, and some from churches don't don't believe in it even. Mm. You know, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, it's the second blessing. It's not all same package, although it can come at the same time. Mm. So the thing is, though. Uh, and that's when sometimes even you find that, that the more Pentecostal churches who believe, I guess, in the Pentecost, which, of course, was for the whole church in those days. But mm. anyway, they, they don't believe in that in the empowerment of the Holy Spirit uh, because that, of course, does it to you. When you get empowered by the Holy Spirit, that's why mm. they would look like they were drunk. Totally. So that, that, that experience has to be had, obviously. Mm. And many Christians don't have that. So yeah. it's an invitation 
to ask God. You can do it in your room, wherever you are right now, even tonight. You can say, oh, Holy Spirit, come on me and empower me. I want to have a Pentecost experience in mm-hmm. the sense that, Jesus, I'm going to fill you with your spirit and with power and, mm-hmm. and let the Holy Spirit come over you in a way that you've never experienced before. Mm-hmm. And then this thing will come up and then you cannot sit still anymore. And that's, that's what happened for you. That's what happened for me. Really? I mean, like, I, I remember when that happened to me at... Um, I was at, uh, I think, a rise conference, and we we had that, and my, I, yeah, you just can't contain it almost. That's right. You know, praise is like, like, you know, like you praise like nothing else matters because nothing else does matter. Know. You know, like it just, and you you yeah. go into this loop, and I don't, I don't remember being very, um, just like that before that. Like I wasn't really like that passionate about much before that, as in like not almost my, I guess my level of physical yeah. you know yeah, yeah. manifestation of yeah. being passionate yeah. and then it almost just it just dropped in and i was just like flip this is whoa like and you can't contain it and i think there's it completely changed my life 18 years ago and then, yeah, like I you mean, like it changed your life yeah you know it changed my life and you can't yeah you can't control it you can't no. contain it it's um it's so beautiful it's cool. yeah and that's i think that's a lot of what we i guess what we see um but i think we're going to wrap it up it is been an hour. It's been good. Is it? Is it what Fabian's coming in to say? No. no Fabian. Uh, wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> wrap it up. Um, that was a good conversation. We t- I think we did sit on a, b- a few more pet peeves than, uh, than actual theological discussions. Uh, I'm not going to lie with that one. Um, but again, yeah, these are all conversations. I mean, we, we're we we're growing. I mean, you're growing. And but this is reality, isn't it? This is what we, this it is. is. This is what we do. Yeah. We can perform something or we can even believe something. Yep. But this is the reality of day-to-day Christianity, mm. live for you and for me, mm. and expressing our faith yep. in church, at home, mm. at work. Yeah. And so these are important things, you know. I think so, and I think you know, like this kind of comes out of the. I mean, we went to Winwood and Israel. Man, it sounded like reflection. Don't mean to. That was amazing, though. Um, it was cool, but it was more like yeah. trying to understand. It's kind of like seeing the Bible, you know. Like there was a Bible, and then you when you're there, it's just like, oh, I've just read a whole other translation. They call the, the fifth. They call the fifth gospel. Yeah. It's gospel. crazy. It's like um, suddenly you're there. It's like, you, wow, um, it happens here. But the yeah. they talked about life group um, being a thing of it was discussion. It was it was actually yelling at each other, saying your different uh, understandings of the Bible, your opinion of like that verse. And I think you know it's good to have these these open discussions, but also take it as hey, we're growing, we're throwing out these things because we want to grow. That's how that's how a rabbi would teach. Rabbis would teach this way. They would mm. have their, their clientele, yeah, the the guys and their disciples. Literally, that's what Jesus with Rabbi, 12 disciples. That's what the, that was, they always would do that. Mm. And um, I can say some more about it next time, but um, it's, it, that's how they learned. Yeah. And they were, they were like really arguing. They were like Dutch. Yeah. No, they it were like, like it. well, Italian. They were like standoff, but they were not offended yeah. because that's how they learned. Yeah. People here often they get offended, but if somebody doesn't agree just, with I'm you, I'm not going to listen to them anymore. Type please, thing. guys. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's why like, I think <laughs> we'd, you know, wanna, <laughs> we want to model just, hey, we're having a conversation. Uh, tomorrow we could be wrong and have a totally different interpretation on something. So, don't you know like we're growing don't throw you know you know what i love about the dutch in some ways that that i I said earlier on that and and that's appropriate with double dutch uh, so not double uh, bubble dutch is that the the whole dutch people see truth as like a hand and you know you're pinky you know this part of the truth Mm. i know this part he knows this part that's why in holland you have all these discussions when Mm. i grew up it wasn't all movies every night they all had endless, which irritated me, by the mm. way, after a while. But they have all these discussions, everybody. But the reason why they do it is because we want to know the whole truth about a yeah. situation. Yeah. And you bring this, they bring this. And talking about it 
brings revelation. Yeah. It's actually quite a biblical way of doing it. Because well, that's, that's what, what rabbis would do. Well, that's exactly, yeah. When I went, yeah, when we were in Israel, mm-hmm. all of them, like I asked about that. And then I think Jared Reason talked about it, asked them quite a bit as well. And that was their reply. And I was like, flip, Europeans have it right. Uh, no, like the no, Europeans no, to give are really onto quick, it. Quick theological thing. When Jesus says, bear, take my yoke upon me, but my yoke's easy and my burden is light. Now, the yoke, we think about the whole oxen thing and the all kind of stuff. Mm. But actually, what he was also talking about is that the yoke, a yoke of a, of, of, of a rabbi, the yoke was his teaching. See, rabbis would interpret the teaching and then would dissimulate the way they saw their yoke. Mm. And so Jesus yeah. says, my yoke, because in context of really hard things, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And he talks about the whole thing of the way, of course, my dad talks about um, you find rest for your soul. Mm. It, was, it was all about the, his teachings. It will bring rest for your soul. It's not like the, the difficult things. Not like this, whatever, whatever, have to do this, have to do that, or performance, whatever. No, no, I will bring a yoke mm. which you can be restful in. It can bring you peace. Mm. It's the New Covenant theology. So it's beautiful. The yoke. The yoke. Good. So well, I feel bad because there was quite a few people that have sent in questions and I don't think I asked any of them. But I, again, we wanted to be you guys come in on the conversation that we're having. You know, like, I want it to yeah. be authentic or yeah, just maybe next random week. back and forth. But, I mean, please keep sending in questions because, um, yeah, if I have those questions, I'm going to definitely ask them. Um, but it's been good. It's, yeah. um, yep. I'm, I'm tired. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. But, good. no, we're um, level three, hopefully level two next week. Um, that sounds good. good. And uh, enjoy your Maccas. Don't eat too many, too much uh, bad food. Um, no. Stay healthy. Yeah, stay healthy. Eat your vitamins, each people. Eat your vitamins. Yeah. Encourage someone. L- love on somebody. Yeah. What about appreciating somebody's other, other's opinion, somebody else's opinion? Appreciate it. 2021. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. No. Hey, I love what you're no. saying. I don't agree, but actually, I love what you're saying. That's it, though. That's good. That's it. That's it. I love it. All, All right. right. Well, that's us for this week, and um, we'll go into whatever next yeah. week. What I know. Um, but we'll see you next Wednesday. Or Sunday. See you. See you later. Thank you. Peace. Bye.